funeral party with me. Right, buddy? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I enjoy partying as much as the next fellow, but this is Oktoberfest. Good day, sir. Ach, to freaking Lieber. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through the Comedy Central reboot of one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. My phone, I literally got an alert on my phone <laughs> from work. <laughs> this, is, this is where you say, I'm Mike. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about season seven, episode eight, Fun on a Bun. Don't you just love it when you're trying to report record a podcast and your work's like, hey, you got a thing you got to do. God. Oh, I wouldn't know Sheemony. because the moment I leave work, I'm like, peace out, suckers. Ugh. Don't call me. I um, know, right? And granted, I get to do that because I'm a low enough level person to be able to do that. Oh, man. The, um, the, the wonder of being able to peace out at I, work would I be don't, wonderful. I don't make a ton of money, but I do get to leave at 4 p.m. and be like, uh peace out suckers see you tomorrow don't even think about yeah. me yeah yeah i i have a lot of things to say about the world of devops but being on a uh rotation of on call does suck um I, sorry i literally got knocked way <laughs> off track because it literally came in as i was delivering the opening of the podcast ben what kind of thing would you like to eat in a sausage uh sausage mostly um what kind of sausage though like there's all sorts of things you could put in a sausage can i get some examples pork beef venison i mean i've i've always been a pork man myself you've been a <laughs> you've been a pork sausage fan i mean i like pork okay so like uh so what about like some of the uh the more i, I the 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 meats that are a little more off the uh the map like liverwurst uh okay back up for a second where can i find a map of meat oh my friend <laughs> i know that exists because, it has to because exist. you said meat that is off the map uh-huh so i'm wanting to know where the meat map is I'm sure if we f- Google it, we can find some maps of meat. I, you know, I now I want to know like tracking the kinds of meat through the ages. Like, where did sausage come from? Where's it gone? Where's it coming from? Like, the the migratory patterns of meat. Um, hmm, migratory patterns of meat. Um, that sounds like the sort of that feels like a thesis. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like something you'd meet at a you'd you'd meet somebody at a party and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm currently working on my thesis about the migratory patterns of meat." And then mm-hmm. for a moment you'd be like, "That's really cool." And then it would hit your brain that like meat? Wait, hold on a second. What? And then they'd probably <laughs> start saying a lot of smart words you're too dumb to understand. Yeah. And then you go back to drinking and calling it good. Mhm. And you're certainly at Oktoberfest where there is still drinking in the year 2019. Yes, exactly. Okay, so back to the question at hand. Uh-huh. Liverwurst, you know, there's a, what, blood sausage? That's a thing. Um, and that could be a blood of anything. Are you feeling like a the, vampire, Ben? The blood of anything. Okay, so I now have to... No, this, I'm just... This went I'm from... Gi- I'm giving examples of the kinds of sausage. This went from, hey, Ben, do you like sausage? To, <laughs> what kind of blood would you put in a sausage? And I would have to say the blood of the uh-huh. young. Because then I eat it. Like, and it's, then you got it's that young good blood. blood. And yeah. then I gain their vitality. I live forever as an immortal mm-hmm. being who podcasts about eating blood and sausages. Uh-huh. And, it's a cyclical loop. And not to mention, you just have a crap ton of iron now. Tons of iron. So much iron. I'm swimming in iron like Scrooge McDuck. But it's you're swimming, but on the inside. <laughs> iron is swimming in you. In Soviet Russia. <laughs> I didn't realize we, we had turned into Yakov Smirnoff and Yakov Smirnoff Jr. I'm the junior because I'm you're very good at it in in soviet russia gold scrooge mcduck's into you 
I actually kind of like that. <laughs> I, I kind of actually like that. Crap. <laughs> no, this, this can't be where the podcast is going. It's where the podcast Somebody is. make a gif of that, please, and then send it to me because <laughs> I guarantee you it'll be way too weird for my brain, but I will retweet that every chance I get. Ben doesn't want it, but he wants it. He knows it'll be bad, but he wants it very badly. What in the world is happening to us? Uh, we're getting canceled. Is yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't have a... To answer your question for realsies, I'm not much of a sausage connoisseur. Okay. Whatever they put on pizza is a kind that I like. Like that good Italian sausage? Yeah, it's pretty good. I do like that as well, yes. Do I know what's in it? No, I do not. I do not want to know how it's that not, sausage is made. It's not the blood of, of the young. It is not the blood of the young. I don't think there's blood... A lot of blood in it. I think it is some kind of meat, but I don't. I would kind of imagine it's like pork or beef or some kind of mix. Okay. Well, it's not my preferred kind that lets me live forever. So that's true. We should probably get into a podcast. Yes, we probably should. Um. So, uh, season seven, episode eight, fun on a bun. Uh, it starts out at Planet Express. Where everyone is just kind of killing time. Bender is coloring, which I really love. Yeah. Because he's coloring, but it is like he's just doing it wildly, like outside of the lines. And it is it's kind of fun to watch Bender color, to mm. be honest. Like I know I know like adult coloring books are a thing now and it's supposed to be real peaceful. Sure. I just want an endless loop, like an ASMR of Bender coloring in coloring books. That's gonna be my adult coloring book. I like that. I feel like that can be be done via the Morbotron. Mm-hmm, probably. Um, also, Fry is eating chips and salsa with his feet. Uh, Leela admonishes him for, for double dipping and then also eats some chips and salsa with her feet. It's, uh, uh-huh. It's kind of, it's kind of wild, uh, if I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Also, like... So it's kind of gross, but also I'm really glad that it is not really a thing that uh, happens in real life. In real life, because I know there's somebody out there that can eat chips and dip with their their feet. I know that this exists. But no, I'm I'm really glad that it's not a thing that exists, like not a thing that I can do, because the day that I find a way to put more food in my face Mm. is the day that I'm screwed. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't need another avenue. Exactly. Because right now I have to choose between playing video games and cramming Cheetos in my face. Mm-hmm. And the day I can eat Cheetos with my feet is the day that I no longer have to make that decision. I will say this is similar to uh, there is an episode of Futurama that I probably should remember the name of or where it came from. But there's an episode where Bender ends up hitting a button on the the tv remote that the tv opens a beer for him and tries to pour it in his Uh mouth and he misses um similar concept of right i don't need this while i'm playing video games because then i'll be drunk and fat and happy well actually kind of do want that now i say all those things exactly so i need the separation of powers that (laughs) is separation of powers that is uh, uh me having to eat and me having to play video games yeah. separately sure i just love the phrase separation <laughs> of powers for this oh wonderful excellent so the Go professor on. comes in at this point and he's like you're all working too hard and they Clearly. all they all agree yeah absolutely yeah. Oh, of course as They're... bender is literally stapling a colored picture yeah. up to uh the the wall yeah and some of them are playing cards too hard working and the professor's like, you know, I just want to do something fun. Really get to know you. I don't, I feel like I don't know you. I don't even know what your name is. <laughs> I go by Orange Joe. <laughs> what? <laughs> when does that happen? Ever. And so they decide that the best thing to do is obviously wait for three months and then go to Oktoberfest. Sounds good to me. We go to Oktoberfest in three months. So, first of all, I would like to point out, I'm glad I've never gone to Oktoberfest with coworkers. That yeah. sounds... <laughs> it sounds like a disaster. It sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. Speaking of disasters waiting to happen, Fry shows up and he is really excited 
about beer and scantily clad barmaids and more beer. Sure, yeah. I mean, I, I've we've literally uh, we're we're planning on flying to France around Oktoberfest, and we're like, but can we get to that Oktoberfest for hey. all that good beer? Um, yeah, but the thing that Fry doesn't realize is that in the time he has been frozen, Oktoberfest has turned into a very polite and classy event celebrating German culture. Yeah, it's sophisticated exhibition of German food, drink, and culture. And Fry is is trying to get people to party with him, and they just will not. Surprisingly, including Bender. I do kind of love that Bender's like... Normally, I like to party, but man, this is just too classy. And he puts on a uh, a, a, a German-style hat and walks away. Mm-hmm. It's very great. This is the guy who literally, in 300 Big Boys, goes out of his way to steal the stogiest of stogies right. to blow it in people's face at a fancy shindig. And he's like, nah, man, even I won't screw up Oktoberfest. That's just too classy. Right. I, th- I think it's the tradition... And- the class of the tradition of Oktoberfest at this point. He doesn't care for the big, you know, social gatherings in New New York. There, There's just not enough tradition there. But Germany with Oktoberfest? Oh, you know about all that tradition. At that point, uh, Bender walks off and he sees that there is a sausage competition and he wants to enter it and make it some delicious sausage. And he decides it'll be fun on a bun. He sees a sign that says fun on a bun. And he says, I said it first and destroys it and throws it at Elzar, who is here. And yeah, we find out that, you know, this this competition, regular old pork won't do. Because Bender pulls a whole pig, mm-hmm. live pig, out of his compartment. Just ready to butcher it. And uh, Elzar's like, nah, man, like... That won't do. We're all doing weird stuff with this sausage. Yeah, there's uh, uh, the just the choicest cut of hummingbird, some angel wings for heaven versed. I believe it was heaven versed. Uh huh. Which is such a wonderful thing. Uh, and Elzar himself is using pork, but it's been aged three thousand years. At that point, Bender's like, "Sorry, Grunty, I'll have to kill you for some reason later." <laughs> and it's very good. It's uh, it raises a lot of questions. Oh sure, about Bender and why he is just prepared to slaughter a pig at any moment at the drop of prepared a hat. to slaughter this specific pig mm-hmm. at any moment. Well, he it, he carries uh, it around. Well, he does he in does, his compartment. He does call it a Craigslist pig. I missed that. I I think either Elzar or Bender calls it a Craigslist pig. So he's just had this pig on. He got from Craigslist, and he's just like I I I have I have a need. To butcher a pig when I want. I've gotten the pig. I have the knife. I'm ready to butcher this pig. Alternate theory. All right. It's a pig okay. for butchering okay. on Craigslist. So you put up an ad. I've got this fresh pig. I will kill it. And then you've got some pork. That's a Craigslist ad, my dude. Sure. But I will say he was going to use that pork to try to win the sausage contest. And that feels like a, a violation of Put giving... out a Craigslist ad. Awesome sausage competition. Wait, don't put out that <laughs> Craigslist <laughs> <ad>. <laughs> What section of Craigslist is, are you going on, Ben? I don't, I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah, maybe don't put that ad on Craigslist. Let's let's uh, <laughs> lean away from that. Oh, but seriously, bring your verst. Uh, okay. How long were you waiting for that? <laughs> oh man, I love making jokes like that. They're wonderful to me. So, uh, anyways, I lost my train of thought after that sausage competition <laughs> Craigslist. Thing. it'll i mean it, it'll that'll distract anybody really uh, yeah no a hundred percent yes so um oh my God. yeah that it's it's wild um so at the grand hall he i guess that's what i'll call it yeah they're all the having hall, yeah. they're all having a a large dinner on those real long big tables mm-hmm. they have these tiny little beer steins yeah and uh, I got one of those once at a karaoke bar because nice. uh, th- one of those uh, 
alcoholic root beer companies was doing a thing where like um they'd give you like a little bit and then you'd have a little plastic uh mini stein i don't know if i'd ever whatever happened to it um it was dumb but you know (laughs) it was dumb but you know i mean i got a mini stein's worth of hard root beer so that's not bad you know and then you got a, a plastic mini stein out of it and I a thought, little bit of inebriation. I thought you were going to say, and then you got plastered. And that is also true. Off of that? Or on off of different things? Off of different things. Okay. You're just like, I love this hard root beer. I'm going to keep drinking this. Um, Actually, I have done that before. So I, I, like, I like sodas, and I like when there's alcohol in those sodas. That reminds me. Uh, my boss is in town from North Carolina. Sure. And he... Oh, is it cheer wine time? He... It's cheer wine has time. been saying for ages that... Because uh, my coworker loves Dr. Pepper. Sure. And... Dr. Pepper's great. My boss has been saying for ages that he's going to get him hooked on cheer wine oh, instead. Yeah. And so he bought him a cheer wine. Nice. And we're all talking about cheer wine. And the whole time I'm like, I'm thinking about my good friend, Mike. Throw, throwing it out to my good friend Mike on that cheer wine on tip. that that cheer wine tip. Oh, so man. it's been it's been an, a surprising amount of time since I've had a cheer wine. Reese, I might have to get one. On the I way think home. so. You know, I mean, treat yourself. Treat yourself. I'll have to stop by the Fred Meyer. <laughs> get some cheer wine. <laughs> Stacy's like, "Why are you home at ten? I was like, "Well, I left at nine, but I had to go to the Fred Meyer for cheer wine, of course. I had to go on a cheer wine bender, and then like you're just your lips are all just red. Oh man, just like you walk in and your sp- lips are red, and she's speaking just of like the blood of the youth. She's just concerned about like why is his lips all red? And uh, uh, who's he been making out with? And there's just like nah, cheer wine. And then she's like, oh yeah, no, that tracks. But also the diabetes though yeah yeah so that's that's why it's one a day for good old mike fry really At wants max. that's a max that's not not a not an average that is a max fry really wants to be a rude boy uh but he can't uh he's like <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry you just knock knock me back with the he wants to be a rude boy but he can't <laughs> Um, he oh. wants to be a rude boy, but he can't. But he and she simply he, cannot. He says, um, uh, Leela says, you know, people back in your day uh, were just so backward and crude. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, but at least we were hammered. And um, Which I get that feeling. Uh, I do also. I don't remember in what context it's brought up, but one of the countesses there is named Countess von Luftballon. Luftballon. I can't speak German. Luft- Luftballoon. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's this is when Leela tells him to sit up straight. The Countess is watching. So he's like, man, I just want some more beer, but it's it's guarded in this giant keg by some guards, mm-hmm. and there's not any of it available. And then he sees people doing like like with wine tasting, mm-hmm. just like taking a little sip and then spitting it into a spittoon. And then Fry, grossly, chugs that spittoon. But he gets the drunk he wants. He gets to be the rude boy he wants. He finally is able to break through and be a rude boy. I don't know why we've been calling him <laughs> such a rude boy, but I'm okay with it. So he, he gets up onto the table and he starts dancing. And even Zoidberg is embarrassed mm-hmm. at Fry. Like they're all, they've all got their like hands over their face and like turned away like, so that they can't. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't know this we, guy. We don't know this guy. Even I don't know who Zoidberg this is. Zoidberg is embarrassed at what is happening at this Oktoberfest. It is a classy experience, and Zoidberg is there for the class. Clearly, I can think of no other reason why Zoidberg would be there other than just how classy it is. And then you got this goobus that's getting up on the table and dancing around. Uh-huh. The Countess is like, ich bin I never, which is not how that's translated. <laughs> but uh, And I know the writers knew that. Like, ah, this is just fine. Uh-huh. I don't really know much German. I did uh, a little bit of it on mm-hmm. Duolingo. Mm-hmm. And all the things that I remember is that kartoffel means potato. Sure. And I know that uh, I know enough to explain that the Rammstein song Du Hast is mm-hmm. a play on words that doesn't translate. Perfect. 
because uh, do host, depending on how many S's is in there, means you hate or you have. Ooh. It's a, uh, mm-hmm. See? It's, it's one of them, them good old German puns. And um, I know how enough to explain to people when they're like, why do the words sometimes have umlauts on them and other times they don't? And I'm like, because it got pluralized. That's all I got. That's my German knowledge. Oh, and every noun is capitalized. Boom. That's all my German. <laughs> that, that, that's my time. I'm Ben. I, uh, I know some Thank German. you for coming to my German TED Talk. <laughs> is it a TED Talk or a Zed Talk where you don't know a lot about what you're talking about? Um, this is more like a, what do you call somebody who is giving a drunken rant on a street corner? What do you call it? Uh Uh-huh. I I call mental health services. (laughs) Okay. It didn't quite work, but I'm going for it. Well, whatever, whatever it is, (laughs) that's what I... That's what I did. You you had a sign that said, the end is nigh. The end is, uh, and then just... I didn't have a German thing to, to put on the uh-huh. sign. The end is, and then a diagram showing the two different meanings of du hast. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Nailed it. So, um, <laughs> the chicken dance, the chicken dance starts up on a harp, and he's like, even on a harp, this is great. And he starts... Uh, doing a chicken dance, including pulling out some chicken hats that he brought. Oh, of course. Like, why? W- it, it's such a classic to dance with the chicken dance. And if you've got the chicken hat, you put on the chicken hat and dance to the chicken dance. Yeah, he brought, he even brought his and hers chicken hats. Oh, of course. So that Leela could dance as well. He's a very thoughtful, rude boy. <laughs> thoughtful, but rude boy. Um, Fry it, tries to get Leela up on the table to put the hat on and dance. Um, she calls him a Neanderthal and breaks up with him. He's like, wait, we were going out? And then he gets real excited and then sad because it, he realizes all too late that they were a yeah. thing. But he continues his sad, rude boy chicken dance. And then... Uh, I feel like we're going to find out that rude boy means something different than what we're using it for. I and we're going to feel very... We're going to feel very embarrassed. I should probably Google that right now. There's a Rihanna song called Rude Boy. That's not that bad. I'm fine with being on, on board with Rihanna. So you want to be a rude boy from Roots World. What is a rude boy uh, or a rude girl? What does it mean to be rude? Today, it simply means that you're dedicated... Uh, you're a dedicated member of the ska scene. Okay, yeah, this no, this is fine. I love this. No, I'm fine with it. Let's keep going with Rude Boy. I love it. Now I want I want every Futurama episode, but instead of the music it has, just ska behind it. There's also uh, apparently originated in um, uh, Jamaican subculture. Oh. Um, yeah, okay. That kind of means it's appropriate a little bit, but... Yeah, uh-huh. Cool. So, anyways... But, but with all things, English steals every good word from other languages, like schadenfreude. It's true. So, anyways, later on, Fry and Bender are walking down the the uh, rows of tents at Oktoberfest, and uh, Fry declares that the worst part is he had to have the breakup sex by himself. Which means he definitely just masturbated at Oktoberfest. Yes. He can cross that one off the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's one heck of a bucket list you've got here, Fry, but I, I guess you, you're doing it. A bucket list or a tug-it list? <laughs> I don't know what sound just came out of my lap laugh now my mouth now laughter cool i hope everyone listening to this (laughs) enjoys how bad it is (laughs) i don't know why we've gone so far off the deep end on this one specifically i i really did enjoy the the slow laughter at what you (laughs) realizing that i'm not gonna give you anything on that one and just just got I, i i wow in addition to fry's uh sad solo breakup sex (laughs) <laughs> we also find out that bender won uh no bender sorry 
I'm ben, skipping way ahead. Yeah, Bender is sad because there are people with fancier sausage meat than him. Yeah, and that seems to make him real sad. Fry hates future Oktoberfest because it's not fun and gestures at a history kiosk. And so, yeah, they activate this German history kiosk, and we find out that way back in the day, before, you know, the phrase back in the day existed. Before phrases really existed. Prehistoric man once hunted woolly mammoth here in the Neander Valley. Um, and uh, they that's where Neanderthals come from. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can find woolly mammoths completely preserved in icy glaciers. And Bender decides he's going to get him some mammoth meat. So this is when the Fry drunkenly flies the Planet Express ship looking for one while Bender watches the elephant detector, which he has set to woolly. Mm-hmm. Also, they did just find a preserved uh, like dire wolf head in siberia i think it's because uh it thawed out and they're just like cool check it out it's this really 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 ancient giant wolf head and their first thought wasn't to say hey let's, let's make some sausage let's out of make this. some sausage out of that i'm starving science is just always standing in the way of true innovation like ancient wolf head sausage i can't believe how much sauce uh, how much science gets in the way of my sausage <laughs> i'm very disappointed would you say that science is sausage blocking you absolutely <laughs> they're blocking me blocking my sausage be cool science be cool science they managed to find something on the elephant detector and they take the ship and sort of tilt it up and use the the flames coming out the back of it mm-hmm to melt the ice down into the ground so bender can get that sweet mammoth sausage uh they cut the engines and the ship kind of falls over because they didn't really think about how to land the thing they're a drunkard and a sausage chef who is also a drunkard they didn't really think this through none of it's thought through very well bender does jump in the giant hole and brings out an entire mammoth and puts it through a hamilton beach mammal mulcher which is harder to say than i anticipated mammal mulcher that sounds like an insult that you call somebody. <laughs> uh, it does. That does sound like one. You mammoth mulcher. Man, it's so good. Uh-huh. See, like, no, you know, if you need innovative boy. insults. Ben is your man. No, I'm really not. I'm your man when it comes to things that, after I say, sound like they might possibly be a- a- an insult. Or a euphemism. Or a euphemism. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of Rocket League lately. <laughs> sure. I, I, s- similarly, yes, I have too. And I was in a match where, um, because the thing is, when you're teamed up with random people in Rocket League, sure. a lot of times they just, when they're especially when they're new, they just go after the ball to try to hit it at any yeah. opportunity. And somebody called someone else on my team uh, Ball Chaser. Sure. And I was like, under normal circumstances, that's like, uh, you know, like a, a, a bad thing to call somebody. Sure. It's like, you know, balls and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But here I'm like, <laughs> balls and whatnot. Balls and whatnot. Um, but here I'm just like, no, you're actually chasing <laughs> the ball and it is detrimental to the performance of our team. Yeah. So it sounds like a weird, dirty thing where you're like, you it know. sounds like something that you would get in very much trouble for. Right. Like something that, you know, in like fifth grade, you call someone that on the playground mm-hmm. or something. And but here it's just like, no, you're literally chasing this ball in Rocket League. Yeah. And you need to just be better and strategize and use like defense and not screw us up and make mm-hmm. us lose. Right. I mean, I strategize and use defense and make us lose all the time. So I don't know. What you- <laughs> like, I. It, it, Rocket League is amazing. Look, there me. are multiple ways to be bad at Rocket League. You just don't go for the obvious one. Yeah, I go for the 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 backdoor one, the backdoor bad way. Not gonna touch that one. Ball chasers and backdoor bad ways. They put it in the mammal mulcher, and Fry is jumping on it to push it down, which seems like an incredibly bad idea. Mm hmm. Bender's sausage factory has no OSHA regulations. So, you know, mm-hmm. 
I mean, it is out on a glacier. So I guess that means that the meat is uh, a good temperature, though. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, absolutely. It's safe. That's safe. So Fry's hair gets caught and uh, he gets sucked up into the mulcher and he's screaming for help. But Bender can't hear because he's just singing sausage is great. Also, the mulcher is pretty loud. So, well, yes, but also but, yes. he's singing sausage is great, which it is. It's pretty good. Yeah. I do, I do like it on a pizza, like we've discussed earlier in the podcast. Absolutely. It cuts back to Oktoberfest. Sure. Where Bender's sausage is a hit. Yeah, he is showing up his, his mammoth worst, um, and he gets to move on to the next round. Uh, he gives an entire mammoth worst to, uh, to Leela. And yeah, she's really chowing it down. She really likes it. And then... Uh, there's a little bit of orange hair mm-hmm. in the corner of her mouth. Uh, this is when Leela asks, hey, where's Fry? Bender doesn't really know. Last time he saw him, he was jumping up and down in the meat grinder. Uh-huh, like you do. As you do. And then Amy's like, whoa, that hair looks like Fry's hair. Leela's like, don't make such a joke when I'm eating this sausage. And then she looks down at the sausage and it's got a little bit of Fry's clothes. So it looks kind of like someone <laughs> tried to dress a sausage up like fry now i just had the realization somebody should dress a sausage up like fry and tweet it at back to futurama i know it's a lot of work to get retweeted by an account with like 300 followers maybe but but it's worth it that 300 followers exposure will be your key to fame i don't guarantee it he can only assume I'm making wild assumptions on the internet. We are we are trading one retweet for one picture <laughs> of a sausage dressed up like Fry, Philip J. Fry. That is that is our goal. That is our deal. Anything past that is benefit. So, yeah, it's uh, she looks down and this sausage looks like a little mini fry. It's, and it's comical. So I that- mean that's the point of it. It's a comedy show, but I think. It's it it definitely makes the accidental uh, cannibalism a little bit easier to swallow. Uh-huh. Forgive my pun. That is proof enough for the Planet Express crew. You doing okay with everybody? I'm laughing at my own joke about swallowing <laughs> accidental cannibalism. Uh huh. You it need was, a moment. It was better than I was expecting, and it it, it came out my mouth, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> What is going on? Did you did you pump funny gas in here that we're just laughing at everything? Oh, why are we why are we why are we so wildly off? It is a little warm in here. That's what I'm gonna blame it on. It's true. And we both want sausages. Uh-huh. And there's cherry pie waiting for us after oh, the man. end of this podcast. Well, now I can only think of one thing. It's cherry pie. I I guarantee nothing. It's the first time I've ever made it. It's a cherry pie. Like that's all I need. It is it a pie with cherries in it? Yes. Then you sold. Uh, at Planet Express, they have a funeral for the fry sausage. Yeah, because the sausage with bits of fry's clothes is proof enough that fry is definitely dead and in the sausage. Mm-hmm. And so they have this funeral, and Leela is upset because she's like, "I broke up with my boyfriend, and then I ate him." And the professor says, they're there. We've all been there. He turns to Hermes and, sa- and just shakes his head. No. I'd be surprised if that's happened to anybody ever. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, if it has I can, happened. I can definitely. De- to you, please do not well, tweet not, that not to, Back to not, Future. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to people that, how, how should we say, are currently living. Okay. If they've been eaten, probably not alive anymore. Unless you get in some of the the, the some of you you know like you know you you get some uh, some trimmings. I was talking about people who broke up with their boyfriend and ate oh! them, not the people who have been oh, eaten. I thought you were I don't talking about the people victims. who have been eaten. Oh, to tweet at us or not, as that the case may makes be. Makes sense. Okay. Also, I feel like people are going to be yelling at their uh, their podcast catchers. Because I feel like this d- definitely might have happened during the Donner Party, but that's a different thing. I just didn't want to make create a ton of podcast ghosts. Okay. Fair enough. So, 
Leela goes to a place called Annie's Forgettery. Fantastic name for a place to go. And she gets all of her memories zapped out of her head. Now, it doesn't actually destroy the memories. All those memories about Fry are still, still in there. Still there. It just severs the, the connections in the brain so that she it doesn't connect to her conscious thought. Mm-hmm. We kind of zoom into her brain and watch the neutron, uh, the neutrons, the neurons disconnect. And then Leela goes back to Planet Express and everyone is sad and she's just like, who died? And everybody looks around and is like, I, what, I, do we say? Oh, no. Um, so then Bender and Leela start putting deliveries on the ship and she's like, how do we all do this work? We should, we should hire a delivery boy. And then uh, Bender nearly mentions Fry, but Amy's like, be careful about reminding Leela. And Bender's like, what about my feelings? Fry was my best friend and bursts into tears. And he's like, nah, just kidding. I worked through my grief with my pastor. Uh-huh. It's a very good, it's a very like moment where like Bender actually gets some real emotion. It's like, no, 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 I've already, I've already uh-huh. dealt with this. But it implies that he had emotions because he had to work through it with his pastor. That's true. Or is that a good old-fashioned bender lie? Uh, probably that. Yeah. Yeah. So Hermes is like, yeah, we just have to face the fact that Fry is gone forever. And then it smash cuts to Fry frozen in ice. With the chicken hat on. Uh-huh. And uh, we find out that Fry didn't actually get mashed up into the sausage and the, the mammal mulcher. Uh, he got dragged in and then managed to uh, work his way out. But his clothes did get taken. And some of his hair. And some of his hair. And then he managed to jump out. And then he falls down that big hole that they mm-hmm. made with the the back of the Planet Express ship. And uh, that's the, And he was knocked out when he tried to get up out of some big snow. And now he's frozen in ice. And then some uh, Neanderthals break him out. And uh, they're like, how'd you get stuck in ice? And he's like, well, I think I winged my head pretty bad. And uh, his head is kind of dis- uh, deformed. Mm-hmm. Um, so they look at it and like, yeah, no, that checks out. Yeah. I mean, you look like one of us. Yep. So, And Fry just kind of like, yeah, I guess I am a Neander- Neanderthal. Somebody, f- mm-hmm. I feel like somebody's called me that recently. Back at Planet Express, they are delivering a shipment to Mick Pluto. Uh, uh, Leela's like, hey, what's in this shipment? There's 53 tons of hamburgers and French fragments of not potatoes. <laughs> I do love how they're like, we can't even say the word fry. Yeah. And so I do want to know how he goes from French fries to fragments of not potatoes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know... <laughs> So I like how he's giving away the game that the French fries, uh, spoiler, they're French fries, um, at McPluto don't contain potatoes. Right. They're just, they're fragments of something. something. That's my favorite kind of food. Fragments of something. I was going to say that fragments of something sounds like a really bad romance novel. Or a really good album name. An album name. I don't okay. know about good. All right. Okay. Okay. We can disagree <laughs> on the quality of it. Um, but they do get a big shipment every for uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. You want to know how to generate good album names? It comes from this meme that was w- <laughs> from way back in the day where what you would do is you would generate an album cover. So yeah. the name of the band was you go to Wikipedia and then oh, hit the random right. button. And then that was the name of the band. And then you'd go to Flickr back when it had a random image thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have it anymore. But you'd you'd get the seventh image off of the front page, the random this. Flickr page. Yeah. And then the name of the album was you'd go to this quotations website, and then you would get the last one on the random page, and it's just the last five words of the quote. And I'm here to tell you that the last four to five words of basically any famous quote is a great freaking album name. (laughs) And we're going to go find... I'm going to go do that right now. I'm 100% going to do that. Um, (laughs) And so I just got to remember what the site was. There we go. Okay. (laughs) 
random quotes. Scroll down to the bottom. <laughs> oh, man. So the randomly generated album name that I just came up with was, but then we elected them. Ooh. Right? There's a lot of mystery in that. Right? So y'all hit that random button again, and I, I will- Hit me with another one. Hit you with another one. Uh, it's not refreshing the random. That's fine. I'll just pick a different one off of yeah, that page. Um, we don't have to play with the rules. Life from the reading of a book. That's a great one. Right? I don't know how the, the quote gets there, but I like it. Do you want to know the rest of the quote? Sure, I do kind of. So it's a quote by Henry David Thoreau. Okay. How many a man has dated a new era in his life from the reading of a book? Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh. There's a poetry in that that mm-hmm. line. I like that. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah, this that's... is this stopped being comedy and more, <laughs> more kind of like thoughtful mm-hmm. uh, ruminations on quotes. Uh-huh. The point is to discover them. See, like, it's great. Just, like, take the last like three to five words mm-hmm. of any famous quote and it's it's pretty dang good anyways that's my random thing that was one of my favorite memes that ever made its way through facebook because uh some of my friends got really good ones my album name was like l- list of korean films from <laughs> 1954 or that's something like that that's a great band name i um, want that I want I want all their albums. I'm I'm pretty sure I still have that image on Facebook. <laughs> I will dig it out and you can see what I generated. I bet there's like a website that like will generate this for you if you want it to. I could make a bot. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Anyways. Speaking of I've got too many projects. Uh-huh. Anyways, Leela is uh she's really confused by how everyone's being weird, mm. but then she sees the chicken hat and uh she starts feeling kind of sad at looking at that chicken hat but it is cute and while she's feeling these emotions everyone hops in the escape pod launches the escape pod despite the fact they're still in the building <laughs> and it crashes into the wall and they run out into the other room and leela just kind of looks at them do all this yeah it's such a wonderful little sight gag i absolutely enjoy it back in the uh land of neanderthals Fry is looking at the butt of a prehistoric pig with like this bushy purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks uh, looks like Leela's uh, uh, ponytail. Yeah. They they have some like artful transitions between the two characters where one of them one of their hair turns into something else. Like this one with the warthog tail, and then there's mm-hmm. a another one where Fry's hair turns into a pumpkin, mm-hmm. which is really actually quite inventive to me. So he's looking at this animal butt, and he's like, I don't know why, but this prehistoric pig butt is making me sad. And they say, all Neanderthals are sad. Um, and they tell the story mm-hmm. about how they were living the life, and then Homo sapiens showed up, and then they requested to, uh, the Neanderthals requested to interbreed with them, and then instead they treated them like second-class citizens. Mm-hmm. Drove them into an isolated crevice and got trapped by an encroaching ice age. And so now the whole sky is made out of ice, which doesn't really seem like a scientific thing no. to be possible. I mean, they seem deep in a crevice. Yeah, but there's still like plants and stuff. and That's fair. I, I just want to point out the scientific inaccuracies in this cartoon. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that so much to, to offend? I'm not offended. I'm just pointing out it is a cartoon. Uh, and Fry says, well, that does make sense why I'm so sad. Also, I vaguely remember people refusing to breed with me. I do love Fry's continual, like, vague rememberings of things that happened to him and the way he puts it. And he's just like, you know what? Like, yeah, that tracks. I'm probably a Neanderthal. Yeah. Dig it. Um, at Planet Express, a raven has come to Scruffy, bringing word for Bender. Yeah. I love uh, the raven. I just, <laughs> it's such a, I love the bizarre ways they like, I'm just going to communicate this way this week. It's fine. Don't worry about it a raven it is so good it is pretty good that is honestly one of my favorite jokes in the whole episode where just a raven just flies into the window and it's got a note and it's just it's so great and yeah scruffy takes the note and it looks like bender's uh sausage has moved on to the final round so they're like we need to get back to oktoberfest and Lena's like oktoberfest everyone is watching her as if a bomb is going to go off right there's dramatic music everyone is tense you could cut the tension with a knife and then she's just like 
That sounds fun. <laughs> and and uh, so we switch back to Fry. Um, a, a, while Fry is kind of hang, hanging around with Neanderthals, uh, a boy has found a huge hole melted in the ice, which goes all the way outside. The chief's like, yeah, we'll maybe take a look at that at some point in the future. Fry says, it's our chance to take back the outside world, and then convinces everyone to attack almost instantly. Fry has a way of showing up and then just being the one in command, huh? I It's it's kind of amazing. Didn't even have to drink an emperor this time. Didn't have to drink an emperor at all. Didn't have to challenge a 12-year-old to a skateboard contest. Yeah, he does do this a lot, doesn't he? Uh-huh. <laughs> um didn't work out too well in that skateboard contest i don't think though. it ever really works out super well so yeah back at oktoberfest there leela is staring at this pumpkin and there's something about the orange color on the pumpkin that's just making her sad for some reason and she doesn't totally understand why the professor takes this opportunity to call her a depressed lunatic meanwhile which, which, that feels very rude it is it's very rude um meanwhile bender sausage won third place uh, Bender says that this is the biggest injustice Germany has ever committed, and that is a line that he says in the television show. Yep, I mean, he's definitely prone to hyperbole and things that only matter to him. That is that is fair. So it tracks with the character. It does, but it, it kind of makes the watching experience like, ooh. So uh zap is there he is a sausage judge because of course zap is a sausage judge. but this time he's the one criticizing the sausage i i i don't i didn't need it <laughs> i didn't need the zap in this one i do kind of like the turn of phrase of like you know him no, implying I'm, that yeah. that everyone judges his sausage so you know that's fair I'm he. I'm you know. I'll pretend to be all highbrow and whatnot, but you start talking about like sausages, and I like snicker yeah. about yeah. How, you know. I mean, we, remember the sausage sausage euphemism we accidentally made in this show when we about died. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Um, I do, I do, I I do appreciate the fact that Zap is like, like, uh, very rare, very lightly used in this episode. I know I'm getting in the grades territory a little bit, but he he just kind of pops in is just completely a That's, doofus and that is kind of leaves the best way to use zap as a character yeah. have him show up make fun of his tiny penis and then he <laughs> leaves that is all i want out of this character <laughs> i was not <laughs> expecting that i i guess i just wasn't expecting the the word to be right there in my face That's there's fair. a reason i said it the uh-huh. way i did ben <laughs> sarah just shot this look into the room it's an episode about sausage what do you expect but see now to be fair i only assumed it was about a tiny penis there's a lot of ways it could be maybe criticized maybe he is a homemade artisan sausage maker and he serves it to the people that he that get close enough to him and it's just not very good maybe it's maybe it's the blood of the elderly (laughs) that's that's not where i was going with that maybe it just looks weird so okay we went totally different looking you're like maybe it's not about penises and i'm like maybe it's more about penises there are two types of people and i think we've demonstrated that here. get you a podcast that can do both (laughs) this is when uh an avalanche starts and this reveals the neanderthals uh riding giant woolly mammoths they attack. And yeah. They, so there's a whole big battle. Fry shouts, kill all modern humans, which Bender is actually like really into. Yeah. It's like these guys are pretty good. Yeah. And then he gets crushed by a woolly mammoth. Um, so there's a, a whole big battle that I don't know if I want to, uh, you know, they fight. Technology yeah. uh, tries yeah. to kill the the prehistoric. It's a trope for the ages yeah it's 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 basically zap trying to insist that he's fine because of the technology but him not knowing how to use the technology and it's not being designed for the right purpose um i do like the joke about bender trying to kill the second and first place finishers of the sausage fest what do you mean by trying fair succeeding and doing so so yeah now he's first place his his sausage won first place Mm -hmm. basically it ends up with uh with Leland Fry attacking each other on the Planet Express ship. 
Right. Because a, a mammoth manages to stop. Like, she, Leela flies in to save the day mm-hmm. because Zap's incompetent. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. A mammoth manages to stop the Planet Express ship with its tusk. And so now they are fighting on top of this disabled ship. And uh, they are, they're, they're both pretty good mm-hmm. at fighting. Like, when did Fry get so good at fighting? It, it must be the, the, the time with uh, uh, Under the Crevasse. Um, they both kind of knock each other's hats off because they were wearing hats, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and they see each other's hair and it's like, do I, do I know you? Do I know you? Mm-hmm. I do like how the, the specific line is orange, purple. Do I know you? Like these are the only two people with those colors of hair in, in the, the entire ent- universe. And clearly they must know each other. And then they start making out. So this this gets everybody else to be like, wait, interbreeding is cool. You want to interbreed instead of making war? And they're like, yes. Yeah. So they all just start making out. So maybe it is about both kinds of sausage. Maybe it is about both kinds of sausage. So uh, they declare peace. And Zap says like um, uh, something about how like... uh, in the wake of our utter destruction, we'll call it a draw. Yeah, you know the usual zap kind of thing. Um, Leela's brain memories decide to reconnect suddenly, and they're like, "Hey, it's Fry." I like how you called them brain memories because what other kinds of memories? Memory foams. <laughs> okay, so I guess that's fair. I I suppose our uh-huh. listeners could uh-huh. have thought for a moment that all of a sudden her mattress remembers Fry. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can see no other reason for this, and you are hoisted by your own petard. It's true. I uh, hoisted my own petard. <laughs> I hoisted it myself. We should start a podcast called <laughs> My Own Petard so we can host our own petard. <laughs> to play on words. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> It's made all the better because the door is open right now and Sarah is is shooting this look of just I don't know what that is. I honestly I don't know what's happening right now. Clearly I've God. wasted my own petard. <laughs> Coming this fall on whatever podcast app you use, hosted your our petard, hosted by Ben and Mike of Back to the Futurama. Uh so Wow. What what are we even doing? Because we're so good at this podcast, so we want to branch off to something completely different. So uh, they go back to Oktoberfest, and now everyone is celebrating it the way Fry knows. I, I, I will point out that uh, Fry's head injury immediately drains away with a very disgusting noise. And he yes. says, oh, the blood must have drained somewhere else. All he needed was an erection, It's clearly. Again, I'm not again. done talking about penises, apparently. I'm going to bring this as close <laughs> to the edge of explicit rating as i can by continuing to talk about genitalia go on i had no follow-up okay i thought th- that felt like a there's, and, there's and still, another thing about genitalia there's time in grades oh god there is <laughs> you get to just say whatever you want in grades um, so uh, also this is when bender runs up and says that chef fritz the, the first place uh, trophy winner accidentally got thrown down an icy slope and now he's first place. No further questions. So back at uh, what I call Oktoberfest Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not this new Oktoberfest nonsense. It's, it's like Coca-Cola. Exactly. The new one, no one likes. Mm-hmm. The old one, bring that back. Bring back the classic. I heard a rumor that they're bringing back new Coke. They are because of Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> I love this dystopian future we've created for ourselves is wonderful and horrible. Thanks, corporations. So... <laughs> Back at Oktoberfest Classic, they are all dancing and celebrating and mm. getting drunk. We get a scene reminiscent of the Flintstones car tipping over because of giant ribs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bender puts some giant ribs on Zap's table and it's 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 pretty funny. It's such a just random throwback to be like, hey, we had mammoths in this episode. Let's make a giant mammoth rib Flintstones reference. I mean, I, I think if they didn't make it in this episode, they were never going to make it's it. It's true. You don't get many opportunities for that reference. And it, and it was like five seconds. So it's like, you we gotta do this, guys. We spent way more time talking about this joke than they did the joke in 
You know what I mean. So, <laughs> words good? No, not this podcast. So, Leela puts on the chicken hat and she's like, Hey, why don't you come dance with me? And Fry says, You know what? Just this once, I'm going to let you embarrass me. She smiles and dances on the table, and that's the end of the episode. And that means that it is time for Grades. I think this is kind of a well done episode. I th- I think it I mean except for the like the implications of accidental cannibalism it decides to throw at you within the first 10 minutes um which is kind of a thing to th- think about, you know, as you're watching an episode of a comedy show. Uh follow up, I've seen it's always sunny in Philadelphia where they get tricked into thinking they're eating humans and really like it, so this is nothing. Continue. We have we have watched different media, friend. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Um, that being said, I think it it all is somewhat coherent, and I I think it's pretty funny. Even um, I I I'm not sure if I have any major problems with it. I think it it puts together a decent plot. It's goofy enough that it it throws Fry in a completely different context, and he again is great at leadership. I. You you pointed this out and I can't unsee it. I think the idea of like using the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind thing on Leela makes it a whole lot more interesting to kind of like have her be this effectively fish out of water in her own like life um, without knowing the history of it. I think it's it's a lot of interesting ideas that come together pretty well. And then, you know, I think I'll give it. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. So I'll give it a B plus. OK, um, so much like a penis. Good God. A good Futurama episode shouldn't feel pointless and it shouldn't feel like it's over too quickly. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I feel like mostly this episode was kind of pointless. Sure. And I feel like the pacing just by the time it finished, I was like, is that all? Like, I don't know. I just, I didn't. I didn't find it a very fun episode. Okay. Um, aside from, you know, getting a lot of opportunity to joke about sausages and whatnot, there were... You took that runway and you ran with it. There were some j- jokes that I re- actually really, really enjoyed in this episode. Sure. Um, but I don't find anything particularly compelling about the uh, Fry gets trapped in Neanderthal land and... Also, they're still there and alive in a society where they haven't evolved at all in the last thousands of years. Sure. And there, there, go, um, there goes science, Ben, pointing out the sciences again. Right. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't hate it. Um, I just I think it was just sort of bland for the most part. Um, unlike a good mammoth worst. Unlike a good mammoth worst. Exactly. It should be flavorful and amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't I don't hate it. Um, but I'm also just, I think it's, I think it's a highly skippable episode. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's a D plus. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. No, I went low on that yeah, one. It, Very differing opinions this yeah. week. I, I think we've, we've, we've kind of discussed this almost ad nauseum on the podcast already, but like, I think you're sometimes what we're looking for in episodes is kind of at odds because I do kind of like the breezy, make jokes, do weird stuff and and get get going where you want some of the more heavier like character growth moments it should be uh it should both sustain growth and be very meaty like a penis (laughs) so we want to know what you think about this episode of futurama not about penises um i'm i'm very (laughs) i mean or you know let us know about that too we're interested in i don't know no we're interested prefer not in whatever you think about this episode and anything else we've talked about on this episode which i don't even remember it mostly sausage and genitalia mostly sausage i did tell a story about generating album names that's true send us your album names or band covers or whatever Mm -hmm. um we'll have some fun there yeah we want to hear all about this episode and more so you can do that several ways you can email us at back to the futurama podcast at gmail.com 
You can tweet at us at Back to Futurama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Back to Futurama. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so find us there, rate us, review, and subscribe. And, you know, send to the friends that you think would like this episode. Uh-huh. That says a lot about... They'll get to that they'll sounds, get through the episode and they'll be like, you really think that about me, huh? It says a lot about you and a lot about the friends that you send it to. So think that... Just, I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying think about it. Exactly. Put thought behind it. And don't forget, uh, this was our live episode for oh, the month. Oh, God, I forgot. Um, uh-huh. So there was a whole segue about building my cat a cat fort, a pillow fort. Why, so, did, why did we do the the innocent stuff before the show and the, the raunchy stuff so, as part of it? Um, listeners who pledge uh, $5 or more get to listen to that. Uh, we did it live, but also it's up on the Patreon for you to listen to if you are a patron. So uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. Until next time, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. I think we should go. We definitely should go. Uh, And so until next time, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye Goodbye from from the world of tomorrow. tomorrow.